Hello and welcome to the Church Music Makers Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Harmon. This is weird. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. It is just weird. And I apologize for the uh, almost 17-day layoff in uh, sharing a podcast. But um, I was camping uh, last week with my, my children over spring break. Um, and then came back to craziness and literally it was a week ago where things really just started going downhill and quick. Um, I was supposed to get on a plane last Friday, six days ago, fly to California and spend last Saturday, five days ago, uh, working with a friend's choir in Bakersfield. Thursday, he sends me a text and says, you still good to come? And I said, absolutely, I'm, I'm not concerned about getting on a plane. And then Thursday afternoon, I hear from my mother-in-law, who's a nurse, who doesn't really get too worked up over things, and she said, you don't need to fly. And my wife encouraged me as well, and sure enough, I didn't go. Friday late morning I get a text from my friend saying I emailed my choir and said we're canceling it because most of them are over 60 and the downhill slide went from there Um, Saturday morning we as a church decided that we were going to have our worship service online up until Saturday morning we were planning on having in-person worship with whoever was there And the reason was because following the the state and local encouragements and um, it ended up for what it was, it was was good. Um, We ended up having our midweek worship service online last night as well. Um, And as a staff, we sat down on Tuesday and decided we're not going to have any in-person worship until April 5th on Palm Sunday. And we'll see from there. Uh, Hopefully that will be our return to in-person worship. And we're going on, depending on what is the encouragement of our local and our state leaders. Um, For right now, the the big impetus on that was uh, that started Tuesday, uh, the bars and restaurants in our local area here in Houston uh, were told that for 14 days, Uh, They could not have any patrons inside the restaurant eating. Um, So we followed that lead as a congregation and said, okay, uh, we're going to have our worship services online. We're not going to have any extra activities or, or anything like that go on. And of course, this is the time of year that is probably the worst to do Uh, any kind of taking time off of anything. Um, Typically on Palm Sunday, my my church choir uh, has a cantata. We uh, hire an orchestra and make a big deal of it. And selfishly, personally, this was gonna be my last one because I'm, I'm resigning as of the end of June and I don't get to do it. And Okay, I'm, I'm taking myself out of the equation. Yeah, it, it's frustrating and it's sad. But 
it's one of those things that it's completely out of my control. It's completely out of any of our control, right? There's there's just nothing that we can do in all of this. And it's it seems like, honestly, it seems like it's an overreaction and overkill, but yet if leaders are saying these things of stay put, don't go out, schools don't just close willy-nilly for four weeks in the middle of the school year just because um, or at least for four weeks right there's uh, there's some schools that are, are closing for even longer um, and colleges that have sent everybody home it's it's crazy it's surreal and it's one of those things that at this point if you would have asked me a week ago um, if you if all, if all this stuff would have happened, right? All, all, all this would have gone on. I would have said, you're crazy. There's no way that would ever happen. And here we are. So now I'm personally to the point where if you say anything, right? Uh, I'm not really going to be surprised because of what we've gone through in the last week. Which, by the way, the last week seems like about a year. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I was saying something yesterday to somebody about uh, Saturday saying something about doing something on Saturday and I was like that was just a few days ago it's it's crazy and for my family we're trying to navigate this new reality of my wife being a, a first year teacher now having to spend probably the last quarter of, of the year teaching online and what does that look like teaching religion um, for me as a church musician what does that look like um, trying to put together online services um, what does that look like just overall? Um, I mean, our hope is to, to worship on April 5th, but what happens if that doesn't happen? Um, what does that look like for if we're to the point where we have to have Easter worship online? I don't know. And, and I've tried not to let my brain spin to those too much just because it breaks my heart. But it's a reality that we might be facing sooner rather than later. And you're probably in the same shoes, right? Um, it's been a challenge for us navigating having our children home um, because Monday they were supposed to go back to school after spring break. But they're not. They're home through Easter, at least at this point. Um, and so they're, they're having online learning. So it's kind of navigating time management for juggling all of this and how do we make all this work. And in the midst of it... I keep coming back to John 14, verse 27. And John 14, 27 has had a significant role in my life. Um, when I was in college, um, we sang a, an arrangement of that text by Walter Pels called Peace I Leave With You. Um, and we closed every concert, every, really everything we did with it. Um, and so that, that text is... is really resonated with me throughout my life, but specifically from that point forward. And it's it's the words of Jesus saying, peace I leave with you, peace I give to you. I don't give that peace to you as the world gives. And it's so much more than the world gives, right? Right now, for most people, peace would be some kind of normalcy, maybe. Some kind of return to a regular routine and schedule. But the peace that Jesus gives is this greater, grander peace in the midst of chaos, in the midst of uncertainty. And that's where we are. 
<laughs> There's no doubt about it. We are facing absolute uncertainty, whether that's when children are going back to school, what does worship look like, what do our churches look like, all of these things, right? I mean, the reality is, and, and our, our business manager said, the reality is the more we don't have in-person worship or the more people don't choose to be giving their offerings online, the more difficult it is going to be to function in doing ministry. Granted, yes, we can do ministry without money. But money helps a whole lot, obviously. There's uncertainty for people with jobs, right? There's uncertainty in our congregations of, you know, for those who are older, do they set foot outside? I mean, it, it, it's fearful for them, I'm sure. And yet in the midst of all of this, Jesus gives us peace. One of the things that I do on the side is teach private music lessons. And I've had to spend the last week figuring out how in the world do I teach online? It's been something I've been thinking about, but now I'm having to do it out of necessity. Teachers are having to figure out how to teach online. Churches are trying to figure out how does this whole thing work? What do we do? And I think there's there's some positives that can come out of this. And and I'm, I'm trying to find the silver lining. It's the, the optimist in me. Um, but my prayer has been for us to be creative in what we're doing. Because we're created in the image of God. And last time I checked, if you look around outside, if you look around the world, God's pretty creative. I mean, if you look at the, the creation, whether that's trees, whether that's plants, animals, people, you name it. God is really creative and we are created in his image. So we have that creativity inside of us. We have to figure out how to harness it. And sometimes that's going to mean doing things that are a little bit or a lot bit out of our comfort zone and trying something new. And I realize that this may be difficult, but we have to think about why we're doing it. It's not for ourselves, obviously, <laughs> not at all. Um, because yes, if it was up to us, we'd be going about our regular scheduled lives, our busyness, our here, there, and everywhere. We're doing this for the greater community. I mean, really, we're, we're focused on trying to keep everybody safe and healthy. And we realize that sometimes taking those steps and, and making us a little bit uncomfortable is going to help in the long run. My prayer is that the long run is not that long, but as we go through this, I think that creativity can be something to be harnessed and unleashed in so many ways. And I'm already seeing that in, in different, different churches and in different groups, which is exciting to see. But I think the other thing is it gives us a forced opportunity to step back and breathe, right? My, my whole purpose, in, in primary purpose, in resigning my position in, at the end of June is to be making my family a priority and spending time with them. Well, guess what? <laughs> I have an opportunity to do that. Um, and it's not really by choice. It's by force. 
and that's not a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. But in the midst of all this, we have to step back, right? We can't, we can't go to do the things that we wanted to do. We can't go to the movies. We can't go to a sporting event. We can't go here or go there. We can't go to a restaurant. If, at least for us in the city of Houston, you can't go for 14 days. You have to pick up things, right? You just have to go in and get it and take it out, which is what I did with our lunch today, which it's surreal. But yet it's the opportunity for us to step back and evaluate what is important. And ultimately, our family is. And ultimately, for those of us who are doing music in church, um, I would think music would be as well. So it's an opportunity for us to step back and reevaluate our relationship with music too. I mean, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to for me is I have time now. I can sit down and play the piano for fun. I can work on uh, building up my guitar skills so that I can be a better teacher. Even looked at possibly buying a bass guitar and, and a ukulele so I can learn those so that I'm more rounded as a musician. I'm looking at picking up my trumpet again. All these different things I've got at my disposal that I can can use and, and build up those skills and do it for fun. When I had all these excuses. And yes, the excuses were me. I made the excuses. I'm too busy. I'm running my kids here. I'm doing this. Those are gone. My, my daughter doesn't have dance on Tuesday. My older daughter doesn't have musical rehearsal on Saturday. There's nothing extra that we're doing. So it's an opportunity to slow down, to pause, and to figure out what's most important. I posted this morning uh, on churchmusicmakers.com and I didn't know what to say. And I don't, really. I mean, none of us, none of us probably do. I mean, we've never gone through this before, ever. But what I do know is this, and this is what I keep coming back to. I said, you know, the, the opportunity for community and, and reminders of, of what, um, and what most, what's most important. But I'm thankful for technology because the online church thing 10 years ago never would have happened. You would have had to basically just either canceled worship or worshiped with two or three people that showed up that were brave enough to go out. But because of technology and the advancements of technology, we can have live streamed services. No, it's not the same at all as being together and worshiping and hearing people singing with you. It's the weirdest thing, singing to an empty room with nobody in it and it's just weird, but we're online, we're connected together in, in a lot of different ways. And, you know, honestly, I've been thinking about my relationship with technology and reevaluating my relationship with technology. And I still do need to do that. But because of technology, because of social media, because of podcasts, you can hear my voice and I can share my thoughts and my encouragement and my experience with you whether that really matters or not I don't know but the whole thing is we have this amazing tool called technology that's advanced even five ten years um, 
along the way and that we can be thankful for and I have been I've been rejoicing in that that we have this opportunity I mean as, as a music educator that's one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is what is what can I do you know how can I offer encouragements for students who are trying to learn online it's so easy to teach a science lesson online or a math lesson online how do you do a choir lesson online <laughs> a choir rehearsal a band rehearsal so I'm trying to find ways um, on my other website to, to do that as well but I just I think that as we go through this time of, of uncertainty of not knowing what's coming to rely on that peace that God has given us. The whole point of me me posting today, I don't know what to say, is I don't know what to say in regard to, you know, do I talk about how to best work with your choir? Because we may not be rehearsing with our choirs for a while. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm not rehearsing with my adult choir until April 8th. That's a ways off. Maybe maybe that's what you want. Maybe you want to hear some normalcy, and I'll probably throw some of those posts in here and there. But I think it's it's trying to figure out how do we navigate this together, and what does this look like? And I've seen so many people coming together and working together, and this is the thing, and this is where I'm going to close this podcast with. We are all united as believers. We are all united as musicians. And it's an opportunity for us to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So I encourage you to be creative in what you're doing, to figure out how you can encourage others, whether that's you're going to your restaurant and sitting down and eating if you can, or buying something, uh, especially local. Finding local musicians. I mean, I, I'm, I'm heartbroken that... Um, our orchestra players that we had to hire, or typically hire, uh, for Palm Sunday, we can't. And they're band and orchestra instructors, but still it's an opportunity for an extra income for them, and they're going to miss out on that. So reach out to those musicians around you, those in your church, and just give them encouragement. I'm going to keep doing the same thing for you. I'm going to keep doing the same thing for my community as well. I'm just asking, how can I help? How can I encourage how can I love? Because ultimately that's what we're called to do. And that's where that peace comes. That peace that's greater than the world can give. It's the peace that truly comes from knowing and believing in God. And living out that faith that he has put inside of us. So let's close in prayer. Father, in this time... It is so crazy and so uncertain. But you know. You know it all. You know what is going to happen. You know our days. You know our hours. You know our moments. So help us to trust in you. To calm those fears and anxieties that we may have. You're giving us the wisdom, the creativity, to use the gifts and talents that you have given us. And being your hands and feet and working in the world around us and the community around us, whether that's not really physically, but whatever way that we can, whether that's through technology, whether that's through music, whatever the case may be, that we have the opportunity to glorify and praise your name and be an encouragement.
to others in this crazy time. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.